our scripture reading uh, for today is taken from 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10 to 12. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him, these are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thought except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God, God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Amen. Amen. We thank God for His Word today. So this morning I was wondering, seeing that it is, uh, we're continuing with our, um, with our sermon series on the Holy Spirit. And today we're going to be looking at the Holy Spirit as provider. Last week before we looked at Holy Spirit as counselor, and then we looked at Holy Spirit as equipper. Today we're going to be looking at the Holy Spirit as provider. However, today is also Father's Day, and so we need to combine these two, and I was wondering how to do that. And so I thought, okay, well let's take the word Father, and let's break up the word Father into its different letters and come up with an acronym for each one of those. And those will also represent what the Holy Spirit as provider does. And this is for me is very important because this is how I see what a father should be. What a father figure should, uh, should provide. He should be providing these things for his children or for his family. And so too, it is a good connection between the Holy Spirit, uh, who is the Spirit of God, meaning that He cannot be separated from God, for He is God. He is part of God. And so for me, this is vital that we look at these, these different things. And so when we break down Father, this is what we have. The F stands for faith. The A stands for available. The T stands for teacher, the H for helper, the E for encourager, and the R for resource. Did you get that? Those are the things we're going to be discussing today. But if you put those first letters together, they spell Father. Now, the only way that I can, can explain it to you <coughs> is by, by telling you the following story. And maybe you've heard the story before, so, and I'm sure I've told it uh, in, in church. But it makes me think of what, uh, how the, the, the Spirit is the provider. And so I'm going to take you back to 1992, the Summer Olympics in Barcelona, Spain. The British runner Derek Redman was competing in the 400 meters uh, race. He had already held the British record uh, in this event. In the previous Olympics, he had been forced to withdraw 10 minutes before the main race due to a, a, an injury of his Achilles tendon. And so today, four years later, he was standing on the track and he was going uh, to run the 400 meters. His father was in the grandstands looking and waiting and watching 
with anticipation and with, with joy in his heart. And then the, the start of, uh, shot the gun and they started running. <clears throat> and, and Redman was in the lead and he was running, running and running. And then 175 meters before the end of the race, he snapped a hamstring and he went down like a sack of bricks. And all the other runners came past him. And you could see he was in pain. You could see the pain in his face because he lay there and he tried to get up. I don't know about you, but if you ever had a, a hamstring being torn, it is major, major pain. Anyway, uh, Redman got to his feet. Um, but as he got to his feet, he, he, his father saw what was happening. And his father jumped his father walked down those, those grandstands, jumped over the, the security fence, ran past the security, ran up to his son, took his son under his shoulder, lifted him up and started walking with him and saying to him, my, my son, you can do this. Because you see, Derek Redmond didn't want, he knew he couldn't, he couldn't win, and, but he wanted to finish the race. And as his father picked him up, as his father encouraged him, as his father helped him up, 65,000 people stood up and started applause. 65,000 people took them from 175 meters all the way to the finish line, applauding and shouting and encouraging them. <laughs> That's what, what happened and it was the father that helped that son across the field, across that track to get to the end line. And I was wondering how, how it is that the, the father, is that not how a father should be, should treat his son? Is that not uh, how a father has the ability to, to help wherever there's a need? And so today is a fantastic day because it's also Father's Day. And we know some fathers are good. We know some fathers are bad. We, we know, not bad, but maybe a disappointment. We know that there are fathers that haven't been around. But then we have fathers that have been around. We also have fathers that are single fathers. We know fathers that have lost their loved ones. And so they need to raise their kids on their own. We know there's fathers that are playing both role, mother and father. We know there's fathers that never had kids, but have adopted a family, an instant family. And that uh, reminds me of my grandpa, who has uh, never had kids of his own. But he had five children that he adopted. And out of those five children, must, we must be 20 uh, grandchildren. Out of that, there's a whole lot of grand-grandchildren. But notice that he is not the blood father of any of those kids, but he has adopted them, just like God has adopted us to be his children. So today, I want to have a look at, at uh, two, four, six things that the, the Holy Spirit provides for us. And so today, those same things are the things that I would hope a father provides. And I know for myself, Dad, happy Father's Day. Um, I know he's watching. 
Um, he, he's like, you know, clockwork. He's already waiting at 8.30 for that sermon to start. And I'm really blessed to have you as my dad. Know that we love you and I love you and that uh, we miss you uh, and I miss you too. So today, the first thing we want to look at is faith. Eh? Faith becomes faithful. I just think of, of uh, Redmond's father that was sitting in that, in that grandstand thinking to himself, uh, I have faith in my son. I have faith that he can do this because he's practiced. He's, he's done all everything that needs to be done. And so too, if we have faith in God, so we have normal faith, right? So before you receive the Holy Spirit, you know God, you have faith in God. But then at one point, you need to believe in the Holy Spirit to give you this faith, to anoint you with the Spirit. Once He's anointed you with the Spirit, your faith becomes so much stronger. Your faith becomes so much stronger because you have Christ in you. So the first thing of Father is to be faithful. And once we receive that faith from the Holy Spirit, we become faithful. Because it's a living faith that we have. That we are able to share. But that's the thing that the Holy Spirit gives us today. That's what the Holy Spirit provides for us. He provides us this amazing faith to be able to believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God the Father. And it's only through the Spirit that we receive this unforgettable faith. In Galatians 2.16 2, it says, You must have and live by the faith of Christ. It then goes on in Revelation 14.12. It says, keep the commandments of, of God and the faith of Jesus. That's the only way. Because when we are filled with the Spirit, we become faithful. We have the faith. And when we have the faith, <coughs> we become faithful. You know when we become faithful? And I think of dads at this time. And I think, are dads faithful? Are they faithful to their wives and their kids? Are they faithful to their church and to their God? Are they faithful to their jobs? You see, when we have faith, all those things fall in place. When we have faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have faith. And when we do have faith, we become faithful. We become faithful in everything we do, in everything we say, in everything we see, and everything we hear. And everything we feel. Because we are doing it not for ourselves anymore. We're doing it for Christ. We're doing it for Father God. And we're doing it through the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit provides us this opportunity, this gift that is given to you and to me. To be able to know better. To be able to think better. To be able to understand better. The second thing is... Um, the A for available. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but my dad was always available. No matter what. Eh? My dad would come 
and drive us to school when uh, every Sunday, uh, every Sunday night, my brother and myself were, were at, at Rez and he'd pick us up Friday afternoon and take us home on Saturday. He was always there to help, to assist, to guide. He was always there. He was always available. He made time. And I think this is the availability that I want to speak to you about the Holy Spirit too. Is the availability that the Holy Spirit is available no matter what. No matter the situation. No matter, the, no matter anything. The Holy Spirit is there to, to help, to guide, to, to encourage so the first one is faith, the second one is available, availability, and we find that the Holy Spirit has been, has been, been given by God to be available to every single believer. The T in Father stands for teacher. And so I'd like to read to you from John 14, 26. It says, The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said uh, to you. This is the, these are the words from Jesus. And that's for me is so amazing because through everything, the Holy Spirit is able to teach. The Holy Spirit is able to, to take open, when we open our Bible, we're able to read. But when we ask, ask the Holy Spirit to give us the understanding of be filled with the Holy Spirit as we read, we are able to understand scriptures differently. We are able to get understand the wisdom and the knowledge of the writer. For the Holy Spirit teaches us more than anything else is to how to live a full life for God. What it is that we need to do or remember to become like Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit teaches us. It teaches us how to be like Christ. It teaches us to be compassionate. It teaches us to be encouraging. It teaches us to be calm. It teaches us to love unconditionally. Those are the gifts of the Spirit, that are the fruits of the Spirit that, that, that is able to be taught to us. Some of us have received special gifts already that, we, that we've grown up with. But it is through the Holy Spirit that teaches us, that comes into our hearts and into our minds and souls, that shows us how to, how to respond to what Jesus is calling us to do. And I think that, Red, that Redmond guy is that his father was there. His father must have taught him quite a bit of stuff. I think his father was there uh, as his coach. And his father was definitely a good teacher because, um, well, it looked like that. And I hope, and I know my father is a good teacher. A tough teacher, but a good teacher. One that has shown me all my life how to, how to respect people, how to love people, how to provide for people. This is what, what a good father does. This is what the Holy Spirit does, is He provides for you and for me. He provides faith. He provides availability. He provides teaching. And He also provides help. When we need help. 
I think of Redmond running around that corner and as he comes around that corner, his hamstring snaps. And as it snaps, his father is the first one that jumps up. His father is the first one to be at his side before anybody could be there. Without a, a single doubt in his mind that he had to help his son. He had to be there because his son was scared, his son was injured, his son was in pain. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us too. You see, the Holy Spirit helps us to, to mature spiritually. The Holy Spirit provides a help to us to, uh, to convince us of sin, to cleanse us of sin. The Holy Spirit helps us to testify about Jesus. The Holy Spirit helps us giving, um, uh, helps giving us special instructions. I like that. Because if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't be here. The Holy Spirit in, uh, in our hearts and in our minds gives us this knowledge to be able to help us, to be able to talk to somebody maybe that is in need. The Holy Spirit gives us, that provides this ability to, to give us the words to speak to somebody that is lost or somebody that is in pain or somebody that has just lost somebody. We can't do those things out of our own. Yes, we can. But it, it, it is the Holy Spirit that is able to help us, to guide us, to comfort us when we go through something like this. See, for me, it's like the helper. That's what Jesus, uh, what, what, when Jesus said, I'm sending the helper. My Father is sending the helper. The one that will be with you all the time. The one that will provide faith. The one that will be available all the time. The one that will teach and the one that will help you no matter what. Isn't that, a, isn't that amazing? That's what fathers do, don't they? That's what fathers are supposed to do. They're supposed to have faith in us. They're supposed to be available at all times. They're supposed to teach us and they're supposed to, to help us in any situation. Redmond was lying on the floor and this guy, the father, didn't, he didn't care. He would, have, he would have fought his way to his son no matter what. And that's what the Holy Spirit does too for us. He gives us the words to pray. Or He intercedes for us when, when we don't know what to say. When we are in pain. See, the Holy Spirit is also our strengthener. He gives us the strength and the ability to do daily things. To do things that we would never have done. But for the will of God, for God's kingdom, not for ourselves. Because know that the Holy Spirit works for God. Because it's God's Spirit in us, to, for us to change, to become like Him. So the first one is faith, the second is available, the third is uh, teach, the fourth is help, the, f the fifth is encourage. Hey, 
That, that story about Redmond, the father arrives there and he, he picks up that son and he encourages him, saying, come on, you can do this, don't give up. And as he lifts him up, he is encouraging 65,000 other people to, to scream and shout and lift their spirit so they are able to move to that place. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for us too. He encourages us continuously. He encourages us and he teaches us by providing the truth about God. He gives us God's peace. He fills us with God's love. He assures us that God is our Father too. And then he encourages us just day by day. Right? I'm encouraged every single day. Even if it's the hardest thing in my life. And I'm encouraged to do the simple things in life. But I'm encouraged to do them not for myself anymore. But for God alone. I don't know about you. But so often it is so difficult to do that. Because our minds play tricks on us. But it is through God who provides this encouragement through the Holy Spirit for you and for me. He encourages us to do things that we would never have done before. <laughs> I think of Paul on Damascus. And after that, he becomes this amazing preacher for Jesus Christ. But it is through the, through the Holy Spirit who gives him, who encourages him to teach, to preach, to witness of Jesus Christ. See, the Holy, Holy Spirit, He just gives us love. He gives us that love that is unconditional. He teaches us about God's truth, which is the only truth that exists. He fills us with God's peace, the peace that Jesus Himself left. He assures us that God is our Father. That Redmond's dad encouraged his son, as my dad has encouraged me numerous times in my life. And I pray your dad has encouraged you too. Because one of the big things that a father needs to do is to listen to his son and daughters. To be there for them in their time of need. And the last of the letters I want to talk to you about is um, resource. The R in Father stands for resource. You know, the Holy Spirit is filled with resources. Eh? Resources that we have no idea because the Spirit is God. The Spirit is God's Spirit. And if God is the creator of all things, can you imagine the amount of resources we have to, to use through the Holy Spirit? That blows my mind. Is that we need to be open to the Holy Spirit and say, Come Holy Spirit, fill me. Give me the wisdom and the understanding to deal with the situation. The problem is, is that we don't want to give in to the Holy Spirit. 
We think the Spirit is, is one of those things that we don't really want to talk about. But I tell you today, the Spirit is the provider of everything. You see, the Spirit is the provider of our faith, which becomes faithfulness. The Spirit is the provider uh, because He's always available. The Spirit is the provider because He is the teacher. He is the teacher above all teachers. He has taught every single teacher. He has given them the ability in themselves, but also through God, to become the best teacher available, to become the best doctor, to become the best minister, to become the best witness of Jesus Christ. We have the Holy Spirit who provides help. Help in a time when there's a need. Help in a time of understanding or knowledge or wisdom. Help in a time when we do not know the answer to the questions. Then um, we have the Holy Spirit as the, uh, the encourager. Who is always there to lift us up. Who's always there to give us a hand. Who's always there to say, hey, you might have failed, but get up and continue. Try again. And then we have the Holy Spirit <coughs> who provides all the resources we need. Every single resource we need. The energy, the books, the knowledge, the understanding. The resources are there for us to, to make use of for the will of God. For God's kingdom. My father is not a rich man. But when he had resources, he would always share those resources. Be it financial, be it uh, wisdom, be it uh, just whatever. He shared it with his family. They call my dad the Don because he's the only one left or the only male left in the family of their age. And he looks after everybody still today. He picks up the phone and he phones everybody. Hey, and he encourages, he loves, he helps. He gives them whatever is needed. And that's what the Holy Spirit does because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Father God. He has all the, He is all the resources. And we need to take hold of those resources today. See, Redmond never won the race. But he won the respect of his father. He, he, he never felt alone because his father was there. In that, in that way he helped him, he, he taught him how to help other people. How to encourage other people. How to have those resources. Just, you know, be it just power to move those security guards out of the way, to run up to him and to hold on to him. Those resources we take for granted. And so today, as I finish... I would tell you, Happy Father's Day. F for faith. A for available. <laughs> T for teacher. H for help. E for encouragement. And R for resource. May God bless you today. Let us pray. Mighty Lord God, we, we come before you asking for your help today. Fill us with the Holy Spirit today. So that we can... Do your work 
so that we can be your hands and feet. Because we know, Lord, that you provide everything that we need. All we need to do is ask. For you know God because you've gone into the depths of God to find out, to understand. And you are able to share those things with us if we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. If we accept and ask for you to anoint us with your Spirit in us. So today, today, Lord, as we, as we come still hot so about this COVID-19, Lord, we pray for the Holy Spirit to fill those doctors that need to come up with a cure, to fill those leaders to be able to be the hands, to be able to be the feet, to be able to love the country and the citizens, your citizens, with every single part of their life. So today, Lord, I just pray that you guide us in every way. We think of our families, we think of our fathers, we think of our mothers, we think of our grandfathers, our grandmothers, our aunties and uncles, we think of our children. We pray today for them. Be they in our family, be they in our church, be they in our country, be they in the world, be they on your earth. We are all united through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.